This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future Podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Hi, my name is Chris Kalabukas and this is show 141, Think Future Podcast. That's right, folks, it's a palindromic show number. Today we're going to talk a little bit about breaking the law. That's right, folks. Breaking the law to be innovative. Now, everyone's heard of Uber, right? Understand what Uber is like and what it does. And one of the interesting things about Uber is that it went in and disrupted a whole industry by providing a better service in a space where the laws were a little fuzzy. Well, maybe they were a little fuzzy. Maybe they were definitely... They were definitely breaking the law as was stated. Basically, you can't do something like a rideshare service. You can't do something that's like a taxi without having a taxi medallion. Cities went mental trying to ban them from everywhere. It's a phenomenon that some people have called permissionless innovation. You basically come up with an idea, and because there is no explicit law against the idea, you just launch the idea and accelerate the business as quickly as possible, get as many customers as quickly as possible until there is such a huge number of customers who use the service and enjoy the service that they themselves can become the promoters of the service and the ones who turn around and petition the government to allow that service to occur. And that's what happened with Uber. Now, I've seen a couple of other incidents or a couple examples of something like this as well. I mean, I've talked about this one before about the cable industry. The cable television industry basically came about when someone was having trouble watching a program over the airwaves. So they decided to put up a huge antenna and they would be able to capture all these television programming from afar. And they thought to themselves, well, I guess maybe they did it over the fence when they were talking to their neighbor about what, how they could get all this programming from really, really far away. Isn't it great? And maybe their neighbor said, hey, that, was, that sounds great. I wish I could do that. I wish I could put an antenna up. And this bright individual said, hmm, well, what if I run a cable from my antenna to my neighbors? And then maybe... I can charge them to give them the signal. So thus the cable industry was born. But what was this guy doing who had an antenna up? He was stealing and reselling the signal from these far, far distant stations without asking them. He never paid a cent in royalties back to the original station that was generating the signal. So he was making money off of 
what these guys were producing without paying a cent. So there's another example of things happening in a vacuum. Another thing, another example that's just happened recently is there's a school I've heard of that does coding. And I've talked about coding boot camps in the past and how the education system is basically turned up in such a way that when you really need to get into the market, if you, if you want marketable skills, there's you know, going through a four-year university college degree is not very useful, especially when you need skills for that are in demand today. So we need new models of education. So there's these new models of education, especially in the technology space and the coding space, where you have these things called coding boot camps. And these coding boot camps are places where you can get an intense amount of training in a very short period of time. Now, what's ended up happening is that a lot of these companies, or a lot of these boot camps, or a few of these boot camps have set up shop without the blessing of some government agency saying that they are officially a school. I mean, <laughs> if you ask me, education occurs everywhere. It doesn't have to occur in a room. It doesn't have to occur online. It occurs everywhere. And how can you say that something is education or isn't education? If someone gets taught a useful skill that is then used and applied in real life to either make money or do something useful in the world, then that's education. And it should be considered education, not some government flunky somewhere saying that this is education. So some of these schools have been closed down because the government says it's not an educational institution. But who are they to say what is and isn't effective and right for the students? So what I'm trying to say here is that there are lots of, there's a lot of innovation that occurs in this permissionless space where there is no law specifically saying you can't do this, but so companies move into these spaces and provide these services in lieu of that and try and drum up enough business so that eventually they can turn around and their, their customers say, this is what we want, even though it's not 100% in compliance with the law. That's what happened with Uber and that's what happened with some of these other things. The cable industry now is so huge that you could never look back to its humble roots and say it was based on theft. It was based on an illegal activity, or let's call it an activity that was not expressly thought of as illegal. So how does this affect you? Well, I'm not telling you to go out and break any laws. But within your corporation, there are these spoken or unspoken laws, similar to the kind of laws that force taxi companies to have medallions, Similar to those kind of laws, there are spoken or unspoken laws within your organizations that say, this is the way things have to be. This is the way things should be. This is the process that needs to be taken in order to do X, Y, Z. And what I'm saying to you is that you need to think about ways in which to bend or break those laws in order to allow the innovations to happen internally. If you've got a really solid and this is the big this is one of the differences between made big enterprises and startups is that startups don't have that huge uh, process laden infrastructure internally and that's one of the reasons why innovations can flourish within those companies where some of these larger enterprises have these uh, structures that are all built these 
cultural structures, these uh, regulatory structures, these structures within which state things must be done this way or that. And if they're not done this way or that, then they don't happen. And that's one of the things that you need to change. So think about your organization as a city. So think about a Uber coming to a city and disrupting the taxi service in a city. Think about your organization like a city. You have a mayor, you have counselors, you have residents, you have all these different constituents in your organization. And when a new innovation comes up from one of your residents, which says, hey, I want to do this within your city, you have to say, well, it's got to go through all the processes to make sure that all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted and everything works out perfectly. But if you leave these things to be a little more rogue within your organization, to bend or break some of the rules, some of the internal corporate laws that you might have, who knows what kind of interesting innovations you might generate. So that's what I'm saying to you is that don't look at things so strictly. Don't be the city that tries to kick Uber out before you can even see if Uber will improve the lives of your citizens. And in fact, in a lot of cases, that's exactly what's happened. If you look at where Uber has been, there's been a reduction in drunk driving deaths. There's been a reduction in, in all sorts of things. There are all sorts of upsides to this innovation that would never have been known had they been crushed day one. So think about it this way. You have a set of internal corporate laws that says that things must occur a certain way. Don't be so afraid to bend or break some of those laws so that you can get some innovative new products and services happening within your organization. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future.